On this week's episode, we sit down with Olympus legend and now running Utes basketball player Harrison Creer to talk about the upcoming season for the Utes and what he thinks this team can accomplish this season. That's all right now on The Thatcher Effect. Five, four, three, two. You're listening to The Thatcher Effect with your hosts Nate Thatcher and Richie Osler. The NBA is back, and at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA, the key to victory is a strong starting five. New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Thatcher Effect. Today, we have another very, very special guest with us today, our big man, Harrison Creer. Harry, how you doing, man? I'm great, man. How are you guys? We're doing awesome. So we were we were chatting before we went live, and we we haven't been able to talk to you in a while. So let everyone know, how did, how did you get to where you are now? Because last time we were talking to you, Basically, last time we were together, we all went to high school at Olympus High School. You were starting center, had a great season, senior year, right? Undefeated. Then we come back from serving missions, and all of a sudden we see you in a Utah jersey playing up at the U. How did, how did you get to where you are now? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I mean, a, pre- a pretty crazy turn of events there. I mean, I really never had college basketball my plans i mean basketball always been my favorite sport but um definitely wasn't my per se what i thought i was going to do in college i definitely thought i was gonna play baseball um but one thing led to another i kind of i got a shoulder injury my senior year of baseball and so that door kind of shut and honestly i thought i wasn't going to play college sport just kind of thought i would continue on with my life and the day before i left my mission um chris jones rylan's dad approached me the former director of ops at the u and kind of just said hey man when you're back from your mission we'd love to have you on the team and give it a thought and that wasn't the easiest thing to go on to two years with because that was kind of lingering on my mind but uh it was it just felt right and it's been a great experience so far so yeah i've been on the team this is my second year and I've loved every second of it. It's been really awesome to meet new people and just be able to compete some more and hopefully contribute to some wins up on the hill. So it's been it's been awesome. That's sweet. It sounds like it's been a little bit of a roller coaster as well. I mean, your first season you had Coach Kristoviak, and now you have a different coach. You got Craig Smith. Um, and I think as Utah fans, we're all really excited about Craig Smith. He's won everywhere he's been. And he has a really good energy about him. 
Harrison, what have you like learned about Craig Smith so far? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, I think Larry and his coaching staff a million times just because how awesome they were to me. It was such a great time being with them. Um, and yeah, it's honestly been great with Coach Smith as well. And he just, he just, he really is personable with all the players. We all love him. He motivates us to another level. Um, he instills confidence in each and every single one of us. Um, he's just, he's, he's basically just awesome. I, I love him and, and the whole staff and they've, they've been so supportive of everybody and they give us all a chance and let us, let us go and do our thing every single day. And the biggest thing we got to do is just compete and we do it a lot in practice and they expect the most out of us and we have to perform or else they'll get on us like any good coach will do. And it's been working. And I think everyone has, uh, has adapted really well through all the change and, it's been, a, it's been an awesome experience so far with Coach Smith. I hope we can uh, definitely make some noise this year in the back. Do you have a favorite story with Coach Smith so far? You know, something in practice, something that stood out, something funny he did maybe? Uh, I mean, the other day, like, we were just doing, like, our regular warm-ups, and they're pretty high-intensity, just kind of, like, hard dribbling drills, defensive closeouts, layup lines. And we do this thing called 200-point shooting where it's basically you're just running up and down the court. And there's three shots on each side of the court. And then one's a layup and two are usually jump shots. And I think we we got our record, which is like 275 points in, in four minutes, I think, as a, as a team. And we just started, like, jumping around the half court, like, 10 minutes in their practice, like, like a mosh pit. And it was – <laughs> it was really fun. The The energy was really high. That's honestly how it is every day. And I think also like a personal story is like, I mean, I'm not the fastest or the most athletic player in the world. And I made some spin move and he, and he called me flashed like flash Gordon <laughs> during, during film. And that, that was pretty funny. And so he, he, he's always good at keeping the mood really light and the energy up all the time. So it's been I mean, there's a thousand of those experiences that I could recall in the in the short few months that we've been that we've been together. Yeah, it seems like the energy specifically is something that's come up with a lot of Utah fans because looking back at last year and then looking at this year, the roster is almost completely different. We're seeing a ton of different names. Coaching staff obviously is different. And so but at the same time, we we look and everyone's just saying the energy is amazing. You guys are all getting along great. And the chemistry is there, which is weird because you have transfers coming in, people who were in the last program, and obviously freshmen coming up from high school. So there's a lot of new faces with this Utah basketball team. What are some notable people or notable players to look out for in this upcoming season for the Utes? Yeah, great question. Um, I honestly, everyone, I think, I think everyone, um, I mean, you guys know, like Riley Batten and <clears throat> Brandon Carlson, Jackson Branchley, Eli, me, and and Jack, and of course Booth. I think it's it's great to have Booth back, and hopefully he can get cleared pretty soon here. But um, honestly, everyone else, it's going to be really exciting. I think I think we're going to play at a really fast pace, and I think of a lot of guys who can get out <clears throat> in the open floor and and make some plays. I think. The guys from Utah State, they obviously 
understand really well how Coach Smith um, wants to play. And um, they're great additions to our team from a skill standpoint, as long as as a teammate standpoint. I think they're really kind of our glue guys who keep us all together. And uh, David Jenkins, he's a dead shooter with Gabe Madsen. I mean, they're those dudes can put the ball in the basket. And you got our big guys. I mean, I forgot about Lahat, but Lahat's an animal with Dushan as well. And you got Lazar and just a couple other guys who are just really solid and just make plays for everyone. And it's gonna be really interesting this year. I think I think in the years previous, you kind of knew there was a couple guys going into each game that like, okay, he's gonna score 15 plus points a game. And I don't know if we have that guy this year. I don't know if we have a guy who we, who we specifically think is going to just lead the team in scoring night in and night out. I think it's going to be really group effort, which I am, which I think everyone is pretty excited for because any one person can go off any night, um, depending on the flow of the game and the game plan. And so that's something um, to look forward to, and I'm super excited about. All right, and in six days, uh, you guys got your first game, Westminster. And, I mean, I think it's going to be a fun season, but are there any games that you guys have circled that you're really excited about? I mean, I, I think we – this coaching staff is very good at just, like, taking each game at a time and really preparing specifically for each game, and that's been really awesome to learn. Um, but I think as a – as someone who grew up in Utah as a Ute fan, I think that game a couple of days after Thanksgiving against BYU up at the Huntsman is going to be one um, that it's going to be circled on my calendar for sure, just because of how last year went and hope to make some noise in that, um, in that side of things. And then obviously we got a lot to prove after being picked pretty low in the Pac-12. We got to earn respect from a lot of people. So I think every game in the Pac-12 from then on, when once a conference starts, is going to be very important um, for us. And we're just going to go out there every single night and compete and try and win. I don't think we have any specific games circled, but hopefully we have a chance at the end to play for a Pac-12 championship and, and make some noise. Yeah, you guys have a lot of really good competition. I think that's something that the Pac-12 made the nation notice in March Madness was when so many teams made a deep run. Because I think for a long time, it's kind of the same thing with Pac-12 football, is it's so cannibalized. Everyone just eats, eats each other up every weekend. And so no one really gets a chance or a shot to make it deep and make a good postseason run. But in March Madness, we had multiple teams make it super far, most notably with UCLA going to the Final Four and almost beating Gonzaga if it wasn't for Jalen Suggs and just a fantastic half-court shot. But like you were talking about, Utah's picked pretty low in the polls uh, for preseason Pac-12 basketball. And obviously it's understandable because of a, a coaching change and a roster change. But like you said, you, you guys still have high goals. I know a lot of your teammates have been talking about still wanting to make the tournament and not only making it, but also making a deep run. Does your team really pay attention to those polls or what, beat writers and other people are saying, or do you guys just go out and do your own thing? Um, I definitely think we go out and do our own thing. As a competitor, you don't really want to pay too much attention to those things. Even if you're picked first or last, I don't think 
they they don't mean anything. They they mean absolutely nothing. And but for from our side of things, I mean, we we definitely use it as motivation and kind of gives us an edge that hey, you know, it's kind of obvious that people aren't respecting us and and they don't have to respect us, but we got to go out there and earn that respect. Um, so from that side of things, I don't really think it it changes our mindset that much, except that hey, our job is just to go out there and win and you know, those polls will change as we do that. And if not, then we didn't earn that respect. Um, and coach has been preaching that to us all all year is that, hey, you know what? Respect is not given, it's earned. And we got to go do our best and work our tails off to gain that respect and make some noise. I think we all have those goals to make it to the tournament and hopefully win a Pac-12 championship and – make a deep run and make some noise and surprise some people. Love it. Harrison, thanks so much. Um, I'm so excited about this Utah basketball season. Uh, I think my favorite bas- my favorite sports memories have actually come from Utah basketball. Uh, I distinctly remember Brandon Taylor hitting a game winner against Arizona. And that's like my yeah. all-time favorite, favorite basketball moment. So I'm, I'm excited to see the Utes. I, I love watching to the Utes. I got season tickets and, I'll try to be at every game. Um, and I think that excitement isn't just coming from me. I think it's coming from all around the fan base. I think we're really excited about the new program. Um, like I said, Coach Smith is a guy to be really excited about. He's won everywhere he's been. Um, you guys have done a great job at getting transfers in. And, um, I mean, it's it's going to be a fun year. Does this team have a motto? Is there is there something you guys are trying to carry into this season as a motto? Uh, I don't think we have a, a specific motto. Um, I mean, we just try and be smart, tough, and dependable every single day. That's something that's been really um, echoed from our coaching staff to us to just show up every day and compete and work our tails off. And that, hey, we're our goal here is to win and, and do our best um, in every single game that we go out there on the floor and try and win. And hopefully um, with that, we can have a packed Huntsman Center and and really make some noise. Um, so from the motto perspective, I don't think we have anything specific that we've kind of set. But just go out there and do our best and really be tough, be smart, and be dependable and hopefully win some, some big basketball games this year. Hopefully make some more Brandon Taylor versus Arizona. Moment. Sorry. <laughs> I remember that one as well. That was a that was an iconic Utah running youths moment. Oh yeah, for sure. I think we're we gotta expect one of those from you this season. Maybe a little crossover <laughs> three or something. Pop a nice one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not, but maybe. Um, I I think it's interesting. Like I, I said at the beginning, we were able to see a lot of of you play basketball in high school and anyone can see that there's a very obvious difference between high school basketball and college basketball. I just wanted to see what was your perspective seeing now both sides, what's like the biggest difference between the two? I think any college basketball player will just tell you that the speed is incredibly faster at the college level. Um, I mean, if you're just a split second late to a closeout or 
knowing where the your ball and the man is, you are going to get scored on or dunked on or have a three hit on you in about and you won't even know what happened. So I think that part of the game is 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 a lot more challenging and also allows for a lot more learning. And then you obviously have to be in a lot better shape and just being able to run up and down the court at a faster pace. I mean, in high school, teams can hold the ball there for as long as they want. And you're basically just chilling there, relaxing. Um, where in college, obviously, there's a shot clock and you have to, and teams are firing off shots within the first 10 seconds sometimes. And so you're running up and down the court continuously while also trying to play great defense and getting your teammates open and knocking down shots. And then the physicality as well is at a whole other level. I mean, you're going up against guys who are beasts in the weight room and can knock you around and everyone's lifting every single day where in high school, it's only select few players who are really determined who are lifting and getting and putting on that muscle and stuff like that. So it's been physically challenging for me, um, not being the most athletic or naturally strong player, strongest player in the world, but it's also been a great challenge and something that I've been able to really work at and been able to develop that part of my game. And so that's what I would say is the biggest difference going from high school level basketball to college. And also the fact yeah, that in like, sorry, sorry for cutting you off. Um, but everyone can shoot in college. It's not like in high school where you can just sag off two or three guys and stay attached to two guys, but you really have to be up on everyone because if you're, if you're going to leave someone wide, wide open, they're going to, make a shot eight out of 10 times, you know, they're not, it's not high school where you can leave someone there and they're not going to shoot the ball or they'll miss every single time. And so that these are all high level athletes and people that are determined to, uh, to perform at their highest level at what they do. So I think that's, that's very challenging as well. Yeah. Talking about different players that you were playing against. I think that's a very interesting perspective, especially looking back at last year, I was just thinking you were able to see like Evan Mobley, a guy who's now in the NBA. Have you ever had like starstruck moments where you look at other college athletes that are super high, highly rated? Have you ever had moments where you're just like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe like I'm on the court with another guy. Was there any person in particular that you had like a feeling about that with? Honestly, I try I try not to think about that when I'm when I'm playing against a, like when I'm competing against someone because I don't really want to kind of give them that edge in the first part. But I mean, it is cool to like in warm up lines or whatever while while you're playing the game is just looking down and seeing like, hey, you know, this guy's gonna be a top five or ten pick <laughs> in the NBA next year, like. That's cool, but like at the same time, like you're trying to obviously um, kick their butt and beat them. Um, so I really haven't thought of it that way. Um, I think more, I think I'm like more starstruck like when I see former players come in and like, like the other day, the stars came and practiced at our facility, the, the G League team in Utah. And just like, I, I, I crossed paths with them walking to the, to the training room and it was like 
just a bunch of former college studs like Azabuki was there and uh, Masio Teague and Brandon Bailey and all these guys who like you you watched on TV and it was like hey those those guys are studs those guys are in the NBA like that that was that was pretty cool I don't know if I was starstruck but it's just it's just cool to have those kind of interactions with those with those types of people. That's sweet. Harrison, you're all around the Salt Lake City sports scene. I mean, I we know we know you're a jazz fan. It who isn't a jazz fan right now? <laughs> Look at that shirt. <laughs> we love that. Do you, do you have a favorite player on the jazz, favorite guy to watch? Uh I mean, how can you not say Donovan or Jordan Clarkson, you know? I mean the flamethrowers, man. The, the flamethrowers but i i honestly i really like joe i mean someone i mean i'm i'm like i've said i'm not the most athletic or biggest player in the world and i think joe is kind of like that too and so and i think i'm a very i think one thing that i has allowed me to play college basketball is that i'm a pretty smart player and i think joe's the same way and i really like to watch how he gets himself open, gets to the rim, gets his teammates open and that and that inspires me and I so I love to watch him even though he's a very slow methodical player. <laughs> um but man, who can you not like to watch on the Jazz? It's been it's been a fun couple of years and hopefully this year he can make some real noise, right? And and uh and make a deep run. We're hoping we bring, finally bring a, a trophy back to SLC this year. We're the last undefeated team in the NBA, so it's pretty exciting as a Jazz fan. So know. we we know your we know your take on the Jazz, right? But obviously, what the Utah football season is also going on, and it's been a very interesting season with a lot of different storylines. We got a big game tomorrow night against UCLA. Big what have game. your thoughts been so far about Utah football, and where do you think that they can end up? Man, I love. I am a Ute through and through. I'm sometimes too diehard because it gets me really <laughs> mad or or happy. My mood's based on how the youths do, but I think we, I think we can make a run, man. I I really do. I think I think tomorrow is going to be a great atmosphere um, with the blackout game and obviously Halloween night. And I think we got to – I mean, we're playing Oregon at home. That's going to be the next kind of game circle in the schedule. I think I think we got a chance at a Pac-12 championship this year. I, I really hope so. I mean, I've been waiting for this my whole life, right, since <laughs> since, since the 09 Sugar Bowl when I – when when uh, Ute Sports peaked. But um, I'm, I'm really hoping for a Pac-12 championship and hopefully – chance to make some noise it's great it's great seeing the rising do so well and it's it's so much fun to watch Devin Lloyd out there and obviously Covey and you got these new receivers coming in and making some big noise and Tavion Thomas obviously is a beast and so I think you know I think our defense is very young and inexperienced aside from Tafua and Lloyd and I mean, even our cornerbacks are super young, our secondary is super young. But, you know, I think they got a couple games under their belt. They they kind of realized the physicality of the Pac-12. I think last week was kind of an eye-opener. And 
that's probably the most physical team in the Pac-12 right now. And so I think they're I think they're geared up and ready to go. And I think it's going to be a very interesting how many more games we got. Five games, I think, four or five games. And hey, man, let's get out there and, and cheer on the mutes and hopefully will them to a couple victories. That's right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Honestly, we got we to gotta have you on more often, especially once the season starts. We want to get your take on the games. Because, again, you, you said it up? yourself. You got, some, you got some high IQ, man, so we got to bring you on. You got to talk about <laughs> some games. So thanks for coming hey, on, man. Not as high as you guys. Love you, boys. All right. We'll catch you later, Harry. Thank you. Rich and I would like to thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Thatcher Effect. If you like what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to future episodes and invite your friends and family to join us on the ride on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you'd like to hear more about our episodes, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Thatcher Effect Podcast. We'd like to thank Harrison Creer for joining us, Money Wizard for the intro music, and the Basketball Podcast Network for hosting us. We'll see you next week.